You're listening to Brains On. I'm Mark Sanchez, and I'm filling in today for our regular host, Molly Bloom. She's on a special assignment for a few months, so producer Sandin Totten and I will be filling in for the next few episodes. And by special assignment, I mean she had a baby! Congratulations to Molly and her husband Andy, and a big welcome to the world to Lulu. And if that's not exciting enough, stick close, because today's show is an all-out, super-duper, crazy mystery sound extravaganza. I know some of you might be shaking your heads in disbelief, but it's true. Today's show is nothing but mystery sounds, so let's get to it. It's time for the mystery sound. Here it is. So, what do you think? I don't know, when I first heard it, it kind of sounded part robot and part ghost. So, I thought maybe ghost robot? Mm, yeah, probably not. Probably not. Keep thinking about it, and we'll hear the answer a little bit later in the show. Right now, I want to play some mystery sounds that came to us from listeners just like you. And you, and you over there. Hey, hey, hi, I see you. Keep sending those sounds in, because we love them. The first listener mystery sound comes from London, although that's probably not going to help you. Uh, just have a listen. Okay, that went by pretty fast. Let's hear it one more time. It definitely had kind of a machine-like quality to it. Not human. Hmm. All right. Here is the answer. That mystery sound was the sound of my sewing machine. I first learned to sew when I was about seven, and then I got a sewing machine for my ninth birthday. I like it because it's quite a fun, creative activity and, and it makes a really nice noise. My name is Ivy Nichols. I'm nine years old and I live in London. Hey, thanks, Ivy. That was great. Brains on. All right, this next one is tricky and it's subtle. So listen closely. Are you ready? Here it is. That's kind of a toughie, right? When I first listened to that one, I thought, oh man, I got this. I know exactly what this is. It's fire. Well, turns out it's not quite right. In fact, uh, that's totally wrong. So if you guessed fire, quick, change your answer. This was sent to us from a brother and sister duo in Fort Worth, Texas. Here they are with the real answer. 
That was the sound of our silkworms eating mulberry leaves. I like that sound because it sounds like rain and it's soothing. There were almost 80 silkworms eating at once. Last summer, we bought silkworm eggs and watched them grow. It was fun. We even made necklaces out of some of the cocoons. I'm Novella from Fort Worth, Texas, and I'm seven and a half years old. I'm Lucas from Fort Worth, Texas, and I'm 10 years old. Thanks for sending that in, Lucas and Novella. I'd never even thought about silkworms making noise. Who knew? Well, I guess we all know now, thanks to your mystery sound. Okay, now it's time to get back to that sound I played at the beginning of this episode. Let's take one more listen before we hear the answer. Any new guesses? All right. Here with the answer is Dr. Yosef Pervizi. This sound is the sound of brain, human brain. You are hearing brain waves. These brain waves come from a device Dr. Pervizi created with the help of his colleague at Stanford University, Chris Chafe. Chris is actually a musician and composer who is really interested in how computers can analyze and create music. Together, they built this device that can listen to your brainwaves, and they call it a brain stethoscope. Dr. Pervizi uses it to help treat patients with epilepsy. That's a condition where someone keeps having unprovoked seizures. And if you listen closely, you can actually hear two brainwaves. That's for the two hemispheres of the brain, two halves. Dr. Parvizi and his team decided to give the left hemisphere a lower sound. Personally, I think it sounds like a robot. And that higher pitch sound, that's the right hemisphere. So far, we've been listening to normal brain activity. This is what a healthy brain sounds like. Dr. Parvizi listens to people's brain waves before, during, and after they have a seizure. The seizure is when brain waves no longer have their normal rhythm that causes impairment of consciousness for a patient who's having seizure. Usually when a seizure begins, patients feel sometimes a sense of nausea, a sense of deja vu. Sometimes they have tingling in one side of their body. Sometimes they see visions. Sometimes they start having twitches in one arm or so. And sometimes seizures just come like a storm, and patient goes into convulsion. This is the time when the patient falls down and shakes all over the body. Dr. Parvizi likens having a seizure to being at a football game, where all the fans are yelling the same thing. So normally, you might hear cheers and whoops and hollers and whistles, and you'd hear these sounds at different times. They're asynchronous. So even when that rowdy group of fans in Section H all starts to chant, defense, defense, they're still not quite saying it at exactly the same time. But imagine if everybody in the entire stadium started yelling the exact same thing at the exact same time. That's what happens in brain cells during a seizure. They all start firing at the same time. You hear how the higher pitch sound is kind of acting the same? That's the right side of the patient's brain during a seizure. 
And listen to the left side. That's the lower robot side. It still sounds normal, like it did earlier. And then we hear the right side slow down. That's how we know the seizure on that side has ended. But then the left side picks up. And after about a minute... Now you're hearing that both hemispheres are kind of tired. Uh, the cells are not firing in the same way as before. And at this point, the patient is severely confused, uh, looking around, most likely not making sense of what is happening. These brainwaves come from a woman who used to have several seizures every week. They were tiring for her brain and her body. This patient was being monitored with electrodes that are implanted inside the brain to see where the seizures begin. Can we find the source? And fortunately, in this case, we found the source of the seizures and we removed the source. So you take out the cells that are causing seizure and patient became completely seizure-free. Have you guys been hearing mystery sounds where you live? I knew it. You can send them to us. Email your recordings to brainson at mpr.org. That's brainson at m as in Minnesota, pr.org. We love hearing your mystery sounds and questions. In fact, that's how we decide what our shows are about. If you want to follow us on social media, we're on Instagram and Twitter at brains underscore on, or you can search for us on Facebook. We're there too. Go on, give us a like. And we've got some really super big news coming up. So if you want to be totally on top of your Brains On game, you've got to head over to our website and sign up for our newsletter. It's time for us to say thanks to you for sending in your amazing questions, comments, drawings, and high fives. Here's the latest installment of the Brains On a Roll. Carolina from Seattle, Libby from Chelmsford, Massachusetts, Erilyn, Will, and Branton from Zeeland, Michigan, Tara from Minneapolis, Oscar from Tulsa, Oklahoma, Marcus and Lucas from Kennewick, Washington, Eli from La Jolla, California, Stella from Urbana, Illinois, Hugo from Wellington, New Zealand, Jada from Oregon City, Oregon, Joshua from Severn, Maryland, Evan from Redondo Beach, California, Forrest from Beaufort, North Carolina, Cooper and Elise from San Diego, Elliot and Owen from Haddonfield, New Jersey, Gabriel from Raleigh, North Carolina, Tabitha and Eden from Whittier, California, Nishan and Zanya from Bethlehem, Palestine, Julian from Los Angeles, Lucille from Tacoma, Washington, Eva and Maggie from Dixon, Illinois, and Zora, Nairobi, and Akilah from Columbus, Ohio. You're listening to Brains On. We're serious about being curious. All right, you guys, pay attention. It's time for... Ready for the next mystery sound? Here it is.
That is some deep bass going on there. Let me see if I can get that deep. No, I cannot. I cannot get that deep. What do you think makes that noise? Hmm. Why don't you think about it for a little bit? And I'll be back with the answer at the end of the show. The state of Michigan is home to four great lakes. Lake Erie, Lake Superior, Lake Huron, and the obvious one of the bunch, Lake Michigan. But wait a minute. This is a Mystery Sound episode. Those are not mysteries. Although Erie does sound mysterious. Okay. Michigan is also where one of our listeners recorded this next mystery sound. Here it is. That thing sounds big and possibly dangerous. I don't know. Definitely not silkworms. I mean, if that's the sound of a silkworm, we should all run and hide because it sounds like a giant fire-breathing monster silkworm. And besides, you already heard what silkworms sound like, remember? Here's six-year-old Corlin Bailey with the answer, which is definitely not silkworms. This is the sound of my grandpa starting his... Tractor, I like that sound because I get to ride with my grandpa on the tractor. We use the tractor to dig up rocks and plow. My name is Colin Bailey from Sandwood, Michigan, and I'm six years old. A tractor. I told you it wasn't silkworms. Thanks, Corlin. In other non-silkworm-related events, we have our final listener-submitted mystery sound. This one comes to us from the capital of Arizona, Phoenix. Who's ready for it? Me too. Here it is. Hmm... What do you think of that one? It sounds, mm, I don't know, rich to me. Here with the answer is seven-year-old Quinn from Phoenix, Arizona. That was the sound of money shaking in my purse. I like that sound because it kind of sounds like waves from the ocean. My name is Quinn from Phoenix and I'm seven years old. Just imagine waves and waves of money. Uh, but wait a minute. That sounded like a lot of change, so waves of money might actually be pretty painful in this situation. I guess I'll just settle for waves and waves of water. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Quinn, for sending that in. Now, let's get back to the mystery sound we heard a little earlier in this show. I know you've been thinking about it, but just in case you forgot, here it is one last time. That one 
almost sounds, I don't know, not of this world. And actually, it's not. Or at least, not anymore. Sort of. Well, how about if paleontologist Tom Williamson gives you the answer? What you heard was the sound of Parasaurolophus, a duck-billed dinosaur. People have suggested that these dinosaurs made sounds. This belongs to a group of crested duck-billed dinosaurs, or lambiosaurine duck-billed dinosaurs. And uh, they all have these big crests that stick out of the tops of their heads. And the crests are, they're hollow, at least they're, they're invested with tubing, but the tubing is an actual extension of their respiratory chambers. So that means they, when they breathe, the air that they draw in actually passes through this torturous <laughs> labyrinth of tubing inside of these crests. The tubing, especially in Parasaurolophus, is, is easy to look at because the whole structure is made out of bone, and so it's preserved in the fossils. So it could be that other dinosaurs had, you know, extensive respiratory tracts like this, but or, and, and modern animals do too, but it isn't encased in bone where you could preserve it as a fossil. One thing that you, when you see a picture, you don't get a sense of is the scale. We found a skull in um, the mid-90s, in 1995. It's missing the front of the snout. But if you had attached the front of the snout, you know, with the, the duckbill part, all the way back to the tip of the crest, it's six feet long. I mean, this thing is gigantic. So the crest itself is over three feet long. So it almost looks like an alien, this weird skull. Now, there's no way to be 100% certain that this is what Parasaurolophus sounded like. I mean, nobody was around to document the sounds. But Tom Williamson is confident he's coming close with his computer-simulated model. His team took x-rays of a nearly complete skull. Then they used those x-rays to create a model. And based on the size and shapes and curves of that model, they were able to come up with the sound of Parasaurolophus. Anytime you have any sort of a long tube, if you can excite it to create a sound, it will be naturally resonant. It will broadcast at a particular frequency. So the longer the tubing, the lower the frequency sort of naturally wants to vibrate at. The nickname of this dinosaur is the trombone dinosaur. <laughs> Such a cool noise. Can you imagine a sound like that coming out of the top of your head every time you took a breath? Not a very good asset when you're playing hide-and-seek, I would think. But nonetheless, totally amazing. So that's it for the Mystery Sound Extravaganza. What'd you guys think? You can let us know on our Facebook page. And you can tweet at us and check out our Instagram feed at brains underscore on. We get a lot of cool drawings inspired by Brains On episodes. Cool dinosaurs and robots and spaceships. If you want to send us one, we would love to see it. Head over to our website, brainson.org. Click on the contact link and you'll find our address and email. While you're there, how about signing up for our e-newsletter? It's a great way to keep up with all things Brains On. And keep sending in your questions and mystery sounds. Who knows? You might even end up on the future show. Thanks for listening to this episode of Brains On.
Well, that's not quite the end. For those of you who stuck around this far, we've got an extra special treat. Get your dancing shoes on. Because really, what would a mystery sound extravaganza be without a mystery sound remix?